We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that you could invest in crypto through your retirement account? That's right. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. With iTrust Capital, you also get the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional. Collins driving, almost lost the handle. Chalmers for the tie. Got it in two seconds. Unbelievable. He throws. Got He used to tell me, those places are great, but there's no place like Kansas. Hi folks, what's good? We're back. Uh, we're here, we're going to talk Big 12 today, we're going to talk a little Texas Tech, but before... We got a new sponsor, and AB, you know it best. You see me at the tailgates. There's no beer that I drink more than Pseudo Sue over at Toppling Goliath. Is that correct? I think you've said I bleed. It, yeah, you know, it's in your blood, sir. I mean, you yeah. drink more than that, more of that than anything else, maybe even water. Yes. So I'm pumped about this. This actually came from, I posted on an Instagram story, and I was holding a Pseudo Sue, and this is how this ad came together. So Shout out to Toppling Goliath, their new sponsor. They are located in Iowa. They've been around since 2009. You've probably heard of the Pseudo Sioux, maybe the, the uh, Dorothy's Lager, the King Sioux. I also tried the King Sioux this week, and it was really good. But How was that? It was good. I, uh, not a, I, I love the Pseudo Sioux, so it's going to be hard for me to get off of that. But King Sioux was great. Um, but, yes, Toppling Goliath, I'm telling you guys, go into Lawrence cork and barrel go buy either the pseudo sue the king sue the pompey ipa no idea if i said that right but they're good we love them they're new to the show we'll be reading more ads with them so just wanted to give them an early shout out before we got going but they've got some dope cans too shouts to that they do it's like the uh it's like something with a dinosaur 
um, or one of the biggest like T-Rex. a T Rex. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so maybe we'll give a little story about that as we move forward with this uh, relationship with our our fellows over at Toppling Goliath. But what we're really here for is to talk Big 12 basketball. It starts this week. Doesn't seem real. This season feels like it started a week ago, and we're already talking about Texas Tech on Thursday. Um, and we'll get to that Texas Tech game. But <clears throat> B-Turn, how are you feeling going into the Big 12 season? We, we lost our, our baby, Tarleton State. We don't get that game anymore. And now we're just getting thrown in the fire. Texas Tech on Thursday. How are you feeling about the Hawks? Well, first off, we had like a full episode dedicated to Tarleton State, which was super fun. I think I actually said on there that we like that's just guaranteed to get canceled due to COVID. Yep. And that's oh, what yeah. ended up happening. I'm pretty sure we did talk about how Tarleton State will 100% just get wrecked by COVID. So, but um, well. I think Jay Billis has said like 50 times this year how Big Ten's the best conference, not even close, which is probably true. But I mean, top heavy wise, it, probably is the big 12 i mean you got we talk about ken palm constantly but there's five teams in his top 10 from the big 12 and i think all five of those teams are in the top 10 in defensive efficiency and three of those five we play three games in a row coming up and then i don't think the schedule is usually like this but we also finish the year with these same three teams so that's yeah in the same order so the last three will be tech texas and baylor and I feel like every year, like even when we've done the podcast, we always kind of look forward to the schedule and there's always like a crazy stretch, you know, like there's a three game stretch where it's like, damn, we could maybe go one and two or lose a few. And usually we kind of give us automatic wins at home, but it's not the same, obviously, with COVID. So two of these are in Lawrence, but they're obviously not guaranteed wins with us not having 16-3. Yeah, that uh, – I don't know. The home court thing, we had no idea how it would work. I feel like it's still hard to tell how – I mean, I think it's having a huge impact because, like, Duke's lost two home games. They might just stink. Kentucky's lost a bunch of home games. They they stink. So, it's still hard to tell. But, I don't know, A.B., do you – are you completely just – are you out on home court advantage this year? Or do you still think playing on your court, your goals – not traveling, all that, like, is that going to have an advantage? I think it does a little bit, just, like, comfortability. and Because we always hear those stories, like, when the Final Four comes around or back when NCAA tournament, they'd, like, block off half of an arena, like a big dome, or yeah. they just – they kids can't shoot in, like, the Superdome because the backdrop's different. So I'm wondering if, like, they're used to a backdrop in a place they play in literally every single day, yeah. if that's going to help at all. But other than that, I can't really think of anything. Yeah, I mean, what, Thursday we'll probably play with an Under Armour ball. I can't imagine Under Armour makes as good as basketballs <laughs> as the other brands, but who knows? Maybe they do. But, yeah, it's weird, and I would say it's like the scariest, most unknown I've ever felt going into a Big 12 season because, like B-Turn said, like we can normally just count on pretty much nine wins. Boom, did it. Over nine wins right off the bat. But – I don't think we can do that this year. But, A.B., you want to say – I'll just let you say it, but you might be about to say the same thing I'm about to say. Well, I was going to say, like like you mentioned, you weren't as confident going into conference play this year. Also, I can't think of a time where we've had four other top ten teams in the conference. Like, I feel like every year we always talk about, like, 
who's going to be good? Is the Big 12 that good? And it always ends up being good. And there's always one or two teams that are like top 10-ish and challenging KU. But this year, it's just like we're not the most talented team. We might be like middle of the pack as far as the Big 12 goes. And yeah. like that just I, – I can't remember another time where that was like the case going into the season. I mean, it's wild because obviously the it's the same characters we expected, like Baylor, KU, West Virginia – Texas is having its best year in a long time. Texas Tech is good. But then you have Oklahoma State, who's probably like the sixth best team in the league right now, and they're 6-0, and and they have the best player in the league. So it's like crazy stacked how good the Big 12 is. I uh, I don't know, but I wanted to go back to the home court thing. I am terrified that we don't have nine auto wins this year, but I'm also like, and maybe you guys feel the same, do you not feel as worried about Texas Tech on Thursday as you would normally going to a top 20 team and in their building? Like, I still think we'll, we could very likely lose, but I'm not, like, worried about it from, like, a crazy crowd that's going to have our players shook or whatever. So I think we're going to have that advantage this year, too, whereas on the road we're not facing the best atmosphere that any team's faced all year. Yeah, and we'll always have – obviously one of the best coaches in the conference. Um, but doesn't it – I was going to say, doesn't it feel like Tech's always going to be that team every year that you just can't give us a guaranteed win just because they're so well coached and how well they play defense? I feel like when Tech was horrible, like horrible, they were always still a tough team to go. I mean, Andrew Wiggins and Embiid beat them on a buzzer beater. So it's like, I don't know. They Is that when they had the deaf kid? <laughs> they, were really, they were really bad at some years. <laughs> Yeah, it would be like one ten to fifty six. Yeah, yeah. That that kid was there for twelve years minimum. I think they didn't <laughs> stay as long as he wanted. But yeah, out of the three, out of this three game stretch, I would say I'm most confident about um, the Tech game for yeah. sure. So I guess I didn't even pay attention. B turn. You said that this one's at Tech, but you said the next two are at home. Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. West uh, Virginia, and Texas. Year. So we don't play Baylor till like mid January. Um, yeah, it's like a couple but, weeks yeah, after the Texas at game. At Tech, right? then West Vaughn, then Texas. And then, yeah, we got some easier ones in Baylor. So. Yeah. And Baylor's shut down right, right now, aren't they? Or Yeah, everyone shut down. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure they are. I thought They, they just had another case game. the other day, right? Yeah, their Texas game, game on this past Sunday got canceled. Yeah, so. Which I was really looking forward to. Me too. So, okay, yeah. I was wrong on the first three and the last three, by the way. Okay. You were but on the last... right track, though. We have top ten teams, first three and last three, right? Yeah, our last three is Tech, Texas, and Baylor. And oh. the last, the Baylor game's in Lawrence, which helps a little bit. I mean, it's not going to hurt being at home, our final but we usually have the biggest advantage. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be brutal. So, uh I don't know. I did want to talk Big 12. I wanted to throw out some predictions, see what you guys thought. So I was looking back at like the preseason rankings or preseason standings and Baylor was picked to win the league. And I would say we all, we love the Hawks, but as we stand right now, that seems like the very correct decision, right? Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. And then definite national title contenders. Hard to argue. They're good. Then you got KU, which I think is fair. West Virginia, Texas, Texas Tech. Do you think KU is the second best team in the conference right now? Or AB, I think you're a big West Fog guy, but I feel like you always are. So let's hear it. I'm a big West Fog guy this year in terms of like matchups against KU. I honestly think like Baylor goes 
14 and four and wins it. And then there's like four teams tied for second at like 12 and six. I just think they're going to keep beating, beating up on each other and we'll be a part of that. But Baylor in a difference here. I think Baylor has a legit shot to probably go 15 and three. Like there's just so many good teams that probably just bound to lose a couple. Yeah, I know. And honestly, like Texas, like they've been like, they've been battle tested so far. They, Played Villanova really closely. They beat North Carolina. I think Indiana's a really solid team, too. So, in Texas, they got Coleman, who's one of the best players in the league, and then they have a top 10 recruit. And you want to talk about in the Big 12. You want to talk about matchups? Texas terrifies me. They're so long, so athletic. Like West Virginia, while I do agree, AB, they're huge, we're not. Well, I don't know. We're not. I don't know. I'm just saying, West, I do see this the scary thought of West Virginia, but Texas almost terrifies me more because they're not only big, but they're also like fast and athletic. Whereas West Virginia, I just feel like they're humongous with Culver and Sheboy or whatever. So I'm I'm almost I almost feel like we can create problems for West Virginia with like having to guard Jalen Wilson. Whereas I think Greg Brown, the top ten recruit B turn just mentioned, is gonna be fine guarding a guy like Jalen Wilson at the four. So yeah. Texas is going to be scary. Granted, I don't. It's still Shaka. It's still Texas. It's still Texas. Like, we'll split at the very worst. We're not getting swept by Texas. No chance. I'm going to feel like an idiot when we play this back (laughs) a couple months probably. But That's another thing, too, with the home home court advantage thing. Is like, when's the last time we lost to, like, Texas or West Vaughn and Lawrence? I know. Like, West Vaughn would always hang. It'd be a crazy game. Bob Huggins would get a tech, and we'd end up winning. But (laughs) – like we don't. Was it the game that ended the streak, like the home court streak with T. Rob mom died the day before? No, that was Texas. Texas? That's what I'm talking about. You oh, said Texas yeah. West. Sorry, Va. I you're yeah. West Va. Like, has West Va beat us in Lawrence? No. They almost have every single year. Yeah, they yeah. Do. It's always a great game. Yeah. But yeah, that matchup's scary. They played Richmond on Sunday, and Richmond's obviously top twenty, really good team. They got Jacob Gilliard from KC, but. They just handled them like it was like a it was a three point game or something in the first half with like eight minutes left and then they were up fifty two twenty eight at half like they had they scored thirty points in like the last seven minutes of the first half because they were just pressing forcing turnovers and just dunking on they gave Gonzaga everything they wanted too yeah. I know what I I always forget his name the freshman point guard sucks he was out for a bit but yeah. like they were yeah. in it until the final minute of the game when free throws started happening. Yeah, and Gonzaga is still unreal without him. Yeah, and I mean, if Westfall is putting up 52 points and a half, they're not going to lose very many games ever. So that's the case. I mean, I didn't even think about the fact that they press all game and we, I mean, we don't turn, we don't have a turnover problem, but I do want worry about us like breaking a press with Marcus and we just don't have a, I don't know, we usually have an insanely good ball handler. At KU, like we've always had a good point guard that you're not even worried about turning it over. Yeah. Besides old Nadir. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Westfall's scary. I mean, I would probably – so just going back to what I originally said, like I would probably put Baylor one right now, KU, Westfall two and three, interchangeable. I would accept arguments from either. And then Texas Tech – or Texas at four, Texas Tech at five. Anybody got problems with that? Maybe. Yeah. So <laughs> – Look, you guys laugh because I suck Ken Palm off so much. He's got us fifth in the Big 12 right now. Uh, still ninth in the country. It's not a big deal. But another thing on him, and this is – I said Tech in our 
season preview pod would like be tied with us or beat us over the conference, but they have a better defensive efficiency rating than KU did last year. And we all remember how good that KU defense was. I know it's early, so like not everything's into it. It's still very predictive and everything right now. But the fact if they can have a defense similar to what we had last year, we were the best team in the country by far based off of like a lot of that, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But we also had like I can see tech being good because of their defense, but like I just don't see they don't have dope, they don't have dot, they don't have guys like Marcus and even Isaiah Moss was so good by the end of the year. Like our offense wasn't bad. Bad. Offense is bad. So like I I don't know. I'm just not totally sold on them yet. The one good team they played handled them pretty easily. Houston, I know it was like 11 point yeah. game, but Houston was up like 20 in that game. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the thing that with Tech. Is they don't give up a ton of points, but they can't score like that Houston game. They had 19 points at half. Yeah. So, but do you worry? Like, I don't even know if we'll break 60 against Tech. Like, that's how good they are defensively. What they've what, given up more uh, than 60. They've given up more than 60 one time this year. It was to Houston. Yeah. yeah. And I know they're playing – like I know they've been playing dorks, but the last four games they haven't given up more than 22 in the first half. Yeah. Like their last four, they gave up 22, 19, 14, and 21 in the first half. Can't you just see us being down 31-19 at the half on Thursday? And then there was another game they gave up 15. It was like the first game of the year. Like they – they played Abilene Christian. Guess what the oh, score was at half? They almost lost, wasn't it? Like 22 19? 23 to 14 at half. Fuck yeah. I wouldn't stop watching. Yeah, it's gross, man. I mean, it's it's like similar to that Virginia style. Whereas, I mean, if Chris Beard can get himself, a, and I guess he did, that team that went to the national title, like if he can get himself a squad that can play offense a little bit, he's always going to be just really freaking good because teams always play defense but i don't know this team i know like mac mcclung's like their their main guy right the georgetown transfer he was like instagram yeah. famous before he ever got to college but yeah i, I think he's it. like you just said like he's just kind of streaky you know yeah. like i you want to hear some of his numbers from the last three games sure he's five of 28 from the floor his last three games Oh, my God. I saw that he shot 39% from the field, and I was kind of like, eh, PU, but that could just – this early in the year, it could be a really bad game. But, like, wow, 5 of 28 is yeah. not good. That is like 18, – 18%. I think he's like – people say he's a shooter. He's like 30% from three for his career, which isn't terrible, but it's not really what people make him out to be, you know. Yeah. I know Tyler, Kyler Edwards is averaging – or, yeah, he's one of their best players too. He's probably been one of their most consistent players, but yeah, McClung, that's terrible. I just, I look at their roster and I'm like, yeah, okay. If Mac McClung wasn't Instagram famous before he got to college, would anyone really like be obsessed with him? Like they are like, he's just a four-star recruit that wasn't good at like, didn't have a good time at Georgetown. I guess he was probably good at Georgetown, but that team was horrible. So it's like, I don't know. I look at their roster and I'm like, who on Texas tech scares me. And I just don't see anybody, but like we said, defense is insane, and our offense can struggle at times. So we'll see. Um, I didn't even need I wrote to down tech, tech KU preview yet, but we can talk about it. <laughs> AB, or B, yes, you go ahead, and then I'm going to ask Never mind, you know, what, what Ken Palm's got. 
since we're talking Big 12 and just how stacked it is and how good we think Baylor is, you guys think we're more likely to finish, like, is it more likely we win the Big 12 or finish fourth? I think it's I, you have to say win the Big 12 because just it's what Bill Self does. But fourth, I mean, I'm with kind of what AB said earlier. Like, I think everyone's going to be very close. Like, it's I think the top five, or at least I'd say top four. Once again, Tech, I'm just not sold on yet. But, like, KU, West Virginia. How many arguments are we going to get in about Texas Tech this year, do you think? I probably a lot, but like, yeah, I think four to five, six losses is going to be very close between those top four teams. So it's like, yeah, we might go 12 and six and finish fourth, but I still think it's more likely we win the big 12 than we take fourth. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. What do you guys think wins it? That's I what think, I was going to ask too. I think 14 and four will still win it. It's kind of, I honestly think 13 and five could still win it. I just think if every game, if there's like we we talked about it before, if there's like no serious home court advantage in any game this year, every game just gonna be kind of like a like you just play everyone twice, like at Black Bob Park essentially. So yeah, who's could saying who could split? See, could you guys not see Baylor going like fifteen and three though? They just I seem could, like the Big Twelve's good, but they're just I think they're just so much better than everyone else in our conference. They probably are, but still, we've been so much better and still lose, like, weird games, too. Yeah, 18 games is a lot. So, yeah, I would say like, – They've got a like stretch what, what, where they play West Va, Texas Tech, and then us. Like, that's a stretch where they're probably not going to win all three of those games. And then they close out with Tech, West Va, and then KU a week later. So, like, when you stack those games up, like, no one's winning three of those games in a row. 15 and 3 when you're playing KU, Texas, and West Virginia twice each is insane. It's tough. Yeah. Baylor, Baylor would be the team to do it. I don't think we're going to go out there and go 15 and 3. No. But I, I don't know. Do you know how bananas it is that we went 17 and 1 last year? Wildly bananas. Like, that game in Waco is so amazing. That game, even like going into Texas Tech on their senior night when we really had nothing to play for, did we? And, I guess no. we, we were we had the tie, but we wanted to, if we won, we won it outright. So we did. But yeah, I mean, just even winning that game, that atmosphere was nuts. So oh, the last time the world felt normal. Yep, it really was. Seventeen and one is crazy, but yeah, I don't I mean, see we get, fifteen and three happening. I think fourteen and four will be the number. We get depressed about the O three team. We're going to be thinking about last year's team, like. We're going to be talking about them like 15, 20 years from now, how they are going to win it. I'm going to be in a nursing home screaming at my nurse about the 2020 Kansas <laughs> Jayhawks. Like, it's like Gary Bertier yelling at his nurse when, during the state title game. I'm watching <laughs> hey, KU Baylor. What's her name, Janice? No. What was the yeah. name? I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I know it's not Janice. Mm. I thought it was. Man. Either it way. could be. I might look. I may be uh, outing myself here. I love Remember the Titans. Like it's my. It's maybe my favorite movie. The fact that I can't even think of her name. If I'm wrong, that it is Janice. <sighs> I might have to make a public statement. What is her freaking name? Rob? Look it up. Remember the. I mean, are they gonna have the nurse's name? They've got to. It's like I look. No. Oh, line. Alice. Alice. Yeah, it's Alice. Yeah. Alice, are you blind? That's my brother. Yeah, it's Alice. <laughs> All right, thank God. 
Glad we glad we got the important things figured out here. Um, Tell me about it. So, yeah, I uh, the other thing I wanted to ask, we're talking about standings and stuff like I. OK, I'm just going to tell you my official prediction. I think the Hawks are going 14 and four. I think we're going to get a lot better as the season goes on. I think we're going to tie with Baylor to win the league. And but I think our losses are going to be Baylor, Westlaw. Texas. I think we're going to sweep Texas Tech. I'm just going to say it. But we're going to have a random bad loss mixed in there to somebody that's like, it could be a home game, could be something. But that's my prediction. It'd probably be like Oklahoma State. Yeah, exactly. It'll be something like that. If we lose to the Kansas State basketball Wildcats this year, I want a self-imposed tournament ban this year and just get this shit out of the way. Shouts to them on beating Milwaukee last week. By one single point. We didn't even get to record and talk about Fort Hay State. I mean, is that a top 10 night in college basketball Twitter history? No. It was it was funny for us locally, not nationally. Maybe. I mean. <laughs> it was we, amazing. History, that's a bit a long time. Well, I guess 10 Maybe, years. My God, just play along and don't. don't but now I'm curious. <laughs> now I'm curious because now I've got like the Snoop Dogg night in my head. Virginia losing the UMBC was all time. Oh my God! The, the fight, yeah. The KUK State fight. I'm that only thinking wasn't even you. fun. That was just insufferable because everyone was just blaming each other. But the pictures of Silvio with the stool were just so, so funny. Flying over and tackling Peter, breaking his arm or whatever. Yeah, plenty of options. I'm just saying, K State losing to Fort A State provided it was a great hilarious one. content. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So, yeah, if we lose to Kansas State, I uh, I agree. Give us a postseason ban. I already said we deserve a postseason ban for the <laughs> uniforms we were on wore on Friday. And B turn, you believe you like them, and I'd love to hear why. I, I don't think I said I like them. I don't think they are as bad as people say. I just I didn't hate the numbers. I will say that when I rewatched the yeah, games, I like the red numbers. The red numbers were nice, but it was just like oh, it was. But can you say that like they were the worst we've ever worn, like worst of all time? I think they're they top may five. have been. I think they're top five. <laughs> we've worn NCAA tournament uniforms that were worse. Oh, like those to. camo ones. We, oh. didn't the, we didn't wear those in the tournament, though. You'll have to. Uh, you remember the ones we wore with like Wayne Selden when we lost to what uh, Wichita State? That's true. Those were bad. I just I don't know. I mean, we're not going to wear them ever. I just didn't think they were as bad. By now, you've probably heard all about cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. You might even already be investing in them. But did you know that you could invest in cryptocurrencies through your retirement account? That's right. With iTrust Capital, you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies from a crypto IRA and get all the same tax advantages as a traditional IRA. The iTrust Capital platform is easy to use, and it only takes a few minutes to create your account. Setting up an IRA is free, and iTrust fees are low. It's time to start taking control of your financial future. With iTrust Capital, you can get all the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal, investment, or tax professional. I didn't say I really liked them. Yeah, it's fine. I just I remember you saying it's fun. I wanted to hear what, what your thoughts were. Well, you've hated those for months. 
So like that wasn't a new thing for you. I just I'm not a big fan of the logo jerseys. Like I thought Duke and North Carolina last year wearing them, it looked like a scrimmage. And so just never been a fan. All of the Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks, big news with them today. They have some nice logo jerseys, but <laughs> A B, how you feel about Giannis staying in Milwaukee, even though there was no chance he was ever going to Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, folks. I mean, imagine wanting to fucking stay in Milwaukee when you could drive 45 minutes south of me in fucking Chicago. I mean, he can win where he's where he's staying. You, uh, Ryan Reinhardt, you don't think if Giannis came to Chicago, they'd get someone else and win just as much as Milwaukee? You're acting like Milwaukee's got AD with them. They've got Drew fucking Holiday. Chris I don't want to get into the NBA right now. but Well, AD, you know where you should get in on the NBA at? Bet online. This is a great time to talk about bet online when you're fired up about Giannis because football is in full effect. Many teams are strutting their stuff. You might not be at a game this year, but you could still be in on the action. So head to bet online today. Use the promo code armchair. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Maybe bet on Giannis and the Bucks to win the NBA Finals, which they won't because the Lakers will. Um, but yeah, so got to throw Your online sports book experts. May may I throw in a I mean, tip? about gambling i don't have a lot but this is a tip um nba watch the live lines when a team gets up by 20 points in the first half just bet the team that's losing because the games always get close that's that's really it that's really it It, that and also it's a little late for this because they only have three max games left never bet against this is shouts to cole p casey sater um never bet against bama before kickoff because when they get up 28 to nothing, you can get that line plus like 20 points um, in the middle of the second half. So, you know, live betting, some value. Yeah, I love a good live bet. Yeah. That's smart. That's uh, all. That, that's, that's my TED talk. Those are bad gambling. We, we got to have a segment called AB's uh, Gambling Tips that will. Oh, then I'm liable for these people to get tweets. Money. <laughs> yeah. We could do and just have them take the opposite. I mean, I don't even know if the Bucks will go to a finals. If we're talking NBA, I've got takes. Are they better than KD and Kyrie? No. I think the Nets might be as good as the Lakers. Oh. I just feel like the Bucs get exposed every postseason. Yeah, I mean, and what they do, they went and added Drew Holiday. Who cares? Drew Holiday. He's he's a superstar, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I like Yeah. Shots to Shams. I like him. He doesn't take you over the top. No way. And not when the other sides got – or the same a team in your conference has KD and Kyrie. So, I don't know. I think the Nets are going to be like a chemistry disaster, but I, I still think they're talented enough to get to the finals. I think by the end of the finals, Kyrie and KD will hate each other, but they might make it that far. Well, what's going to happen in those two weeks what's... between the conference finals and the finals to just end their relationship? LeBron's going to – Score 49 and 8 in the first – okay. Yeah, fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's Taylor, keep Can he Taylor just Horton get old and start season? sucking? What'd you say, B turn? I'm going to ignore what AB said. Taylor Horton Tucker season? He's good. I mean, the Lakers. Okay, let's, let's calm the Jays. Played a preseason game. Burger. <laughs> Burger. I don't care. It's like this, this is essentially Summer League. I know. I know. If, and trust if me, we, as a Bulls uh, fan, I've gotten excited about Summer League before. Should we talk which. Uh, first off, I want to ask. Do you guys not feel better about KU's team like after every time you watch them? 
Oh, I feel like they improve every game. I definitely do. And I've said it, or I just said it about like our record this year. I think it does sound kind of crazy to say this team could go 14 to four, but I think we just got the most practice time from Friday to Thursday. We're about to have the most practice time we've gotten since the season started. So I think we're going to start to improve. We're going to start to figure out what our best lineups are. And if Dave gets, I'll just say this. If Dave can just be not bad, we're going to be really good. That's where I am at on this team. And maybe that's- Dave's the girl you can't quit, dude. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to say. I'm not ready to give up, but like how long of a leash does he have with, because I mean, me and Rye still think he's going to be good. Like how long of a leash do me and you give him, Rye? I don't like know. until like, we're finally like for okay. what? I mean, he's going to play that, regardless. That's the thing. Is it like to me? Well, just on giving up if he's going to be good or not. I think I'm at the point where I, at the beginning of the year, I was like, I want to see 13, 14, 15 points a game out of him. Now I'm like, get me, get me eight and seven a game, and I'll probably be happy. So if he can get to that point, I will at least feel comfortable with him even getting minutes, and I know. I bet his stat line would say he's easily averaging that, right? But you, one of those is a Washburn game, so you can't really count it. But, like, I don't know. He just – he can't – basically, he can't be unplayable. He's been unplayable until recently. So, I think he's yeah. getting a little better. He's getting better. Things may be starting to slow down. He's still a spaz, an all-time spaz. Yeah. But I mean, he fumbled the ball eight times at the end of the Creighton game. <laughs> I don't know. I know, A.B., you're out on him. I I just – I think he has to play to for us to have any shot at making a Final Four. And I just – I think he'll figure it out. I think he will. He does the right things, plays hard, listens to Bill. He's not like some dude with a bad attitude that can't stay out of trouble or something. He's just struggling, and it'll be fine. Um, how many more minutes is Mitch going to start seeing? Because I heard the announcers talking uh, against Omaha saying how Bill kind of regrets how he hasn't been playing him more. And I know it's Omaha, but he looked, he, I mean, we've always said it. Everyone knows it. He plays really hard. He doesn't really make, he doesn't make too many mistakes, comes in, just plays good defense. And yeah, I think can knock down the occasional jumper too. I think some of these ugly Big 12, like a game like Texas Tech, like you could see Mitch getting minutes just when you need somebody to go in there and, I don't know, bang around with the gross Texas Tech Red Raiders, get some stops, block some shots. But I don't know, man. I just – I think when Dave's not on the floor, it's just been so clear that five guards is the better way to go. So, like, I've said this before on this pod, but I feel bad for Mitch because I just don't see where the minutes are. The uh, over six-and-a-half leading scores line was in danger when he almost let us in scoring was, Omaha. Boy, was I rooting for it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's I don't know. I just for sure gonna happen. I feel well, like at this point now, it's like we've played all the shitty teams. I guess except K State. Yeah. So, like, when's the random leading scorer gonna come? I feel like Mitch yeah. has played. He's given us good minutes every time he's came in this year, pretty much. I feel like Gonzaga, he came in, gave us energy. Um, and then I don't know. I mean, I, I just don't, feel like team, teams are like West Vaughn. Like when we play West Vaughn, we're probably going to need Mitch to do anything yep. just because uh-huh. the way they feed their bigs, like Dave's bound to get in foul trouble. I know we said five guards, but we probably can't do that the entire game against them. Um, so like games against West Vaughn, games against Texas, like we're going to need Mitch to do, give us 15 minutes of just playing hard. Just like a random 
keeping a ball alive on a rebound against Westfall and get yourself two yeah. points could be so big in those games that are scored in like the fifties. So yeah. yeah, I think those are, I think Mitch is just, I think there's going to be games where Mitch plays two minutes and there's going to be games where he plays a huge role, but it's just going to kind of mm-hmm. based on how the game's going, but um, yeah. And then the so, announcer gets Omaha. Did you hear how he, he was saying like Marcus hasn't been, he said, Marcus is a great defender. He hasn't been as good as he was. Like he's just been okay this year defensively. Yeah. I mean, I saw that hard. little that clip against Kentucky where he like read the uh, Eurostep thing and like jumped in front of him. Like that alone is fine with me for the start of this year. Creighton had a huge steal, which they didn't even catch mm-hmm. on live the live broadcast, which was annoying, but. Yeah, I mean that's why I'm really excited about this team. Like we're good. We're five and six and one with wins over good teams. And well, that that's what I was about to ask. Actually, are we worried about Kentucky stinks? Creighton just lost to Marquette at home last night. Like all the teams we keep beating, the good teams that we thought were going to be really good, they've kind of fallen off too. Does that worry you at all? I mean, and I mean, we just played out of our assholes against Gonzaga and the other teams. They just they're stinky. I think the Gonzaga game is weird, and I don't really take much of it with any – like, I take it with a grain of salt. But Creighton's going to be good. You can't tell me – Creighton lost last year, which was shocking, but Creighton's good. And that's the a question good just had to be asked. That's going to be a really think, good win by the end of the year. I just think we have a ton of potential. We have a lot of guys that are going to improve throughout the year, you know. Like, I think I think Tyon's going to be fine by the end of the year. I think Jalen's going to keep getting better. I don't see how Dave could get worse. Yeah, I think Marcus will start scoring. I know he's not a scorer, but I think he'll start scoring it a little better. And then defensively, I think we're going to improve too. I mean, we still have Ochai and Marcus defensively, and then yeah. I, I'm just excited. I think we have a lot of talent and potential for sure. Yep. I uh, you brought up Jalen B turn. Looking at we we looked at preseason standings, but preseason All Big Twelve. Jared Butler, Marcus Garrett, Austin Reeves, Cade Cunningham, Matt Coleman. They have six. Oscar Shibway. Who's Jalen Wilson taking out of that spot? Because he's taking somebody. And honestly, it might be Marcus. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I don't know much about Austin Reeves, but I know that those other guys have been really good. So yeah, I mean, Jay is Jalen. I think he's an all Big 12 guy so far. Has to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. His numbers are crazy. So yeah. One of the biggest question marks on our team, and he—I mean, Marcus is the best defender in the country, but Jalen has to be obviously our most valuable guy so far. Yep. Like yeah. we don't—we do not. There, we don't win that Kentucky game without him. That's just what Creighton. He was fucking huge. Yeah. That's just what's exciting. If Marcus and Dave can play to their preseason expectations, which is looking like that's not realistic, but even if they can get close to it. This team could be very, very good. So I'm still excited. I definitely have high hopes. And 14 and four is my official prediction. A B B turn. I want to hear your guys' A B U first. What are we going top five or just our record? Or no, I want to hear. Yeah, your record, and you can say who you think will win it or whatever. But I don't really care about. I've it. got Baylor winning it, 14 and four. Um, I've got. Mm, I got Westbaugh 13 and five, and then KU Texas and Texas Tech 12 and six. Wow. What? Oh, Texas Tech is not going to be tied with KU in the state. I, I want Texas Tech to run the fucking table. <laughs> we also, we just as a pod should probably cool it and the, uh, just claiming things are done or claiming things are going to happen. We're wrong like 90% of the oh, time. Oh, yeah. 
Absolutely. No, I mean, you're, you said you're going to cut your foot off. Obviously, we're not going to. <laughs> Dave's but, gonna be top 100 player. It'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, I've said many. Th- I top said 10. COVID. I said COVID. There's no way the NCAA tournament was gonna get canceled for a virus. I said that. Everyone said that. That's fair though. <laughs> no, I mean, but then you, you know, we got guys calling. It. We're, we'll save that for after the pod. Yeah, Braden, what do you think the Big 12 is gonna be? I think Baylor wins it. You guys will think I'm crazy. I think Baylor. I think they can go 15 and three. I mean, I could just like I could see them having. What three losses at the end of the year? I don't think that's crazy, and I don't think they'll get swept by anyone in the Big Twelve. So like, maybe drop one to us, and then Texas and West Va. But I think they can win it at fifteen and three. I'll give us thirteen and five. I think we can go fourteen and four because, like I said, I think we'll be fine by the end of the year. Yeah, I think we'll keep getting better. I, I will tell you, K State will finish last. Oh, <laughs> like that's one thing that I would feel comfortable saying. Like, there's no way they might. Like go out in eighteen. Because we gotta sweep. We gotta sweep like Iowa State, TCU, and K State. We will. I didn't know K State and Iowa State played tonight. Yeah, I don't game will be <laughs> Iowa State. Iowa State's horrible. gonna kill them. Yeah, but they're oh, Iowa State's horrible. They're twice as good as them in Ken Palm. Oh, I know. Again, me sucking them up. All right, but, like spread. I think. Yeah. Okay, I do. I I want to get. To Ken Palm, I want to hear all about what he's got KU Texas Tech at because I have no idea. I don't know what to expect. Haven't seen the line. I don't know anything. Before we do that, jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. It's time to gear up. Get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. In that, you can get the lawnmower 3.0. It comes inside their Perfect Package 3.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally Everything you need to keep keep trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice down there. Don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just nasty. The Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0 also includes the Crop Preserver and Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant. Um, These products smell good. Their manly scent is attractive and will help set the mood, if you know what I mean. The Perfect Package will also come with a pair of Manscaped boxers that will keep your junk feeling fresh all day. Um, tis the season of Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, your friends, the best gift of all, the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0, 20% off plus free shipping with code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping with code armchair at manscaped.com. And then one last shout out, bet online, go use them. We talk about them every single episode. If you're going to go bet this year, which you know you will, because what else are you going to do? Go use bet online, bet online, your online sports book experts. AB hit me with the Ken Palm predictions for uh, KU Texas Tech. So excited to see your reaction to this. Uh, I guess. Our boy Ken. Yeah, what do you got? I'd say Tech minus three. Close. Tech minus two. 68 66. So what is that? 134? That's not shocking to me. I mean, I, I no, know. No, it's two top of... seven defenses. Yeah. It... I'd take under. Yeah. Like that, Houston's probably an up-tempo team. I don't. They usually are. I feel like, and that game was sixty-two, fifty-one or something. Sixty-two, yeah. fifty-three, I think. Yeah. yeah. So but, like one eighteen. I mean, and Houston has the best guard in Kansas history, and Quentin Grimes. So I mean, go down. Probably didn't have forty. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I've said it. I'm going KU. I think for some reason I have a good feeling about this game. I think with a basically a week of practice or five, six days of practice. I think it's huge for this team. I think it needed rest. Um, 
I just think we're going to win one ugly. I think we've shown we can do that. We've done it essentially almost every win we've had this year. But, uh, yeah, give me the Hawks. And I yeah. will also take the under. B-turn? Yeah, I like getting two points for sure. I think we're the more talented team. And how much do you think Vegas is, like, swaying lines to, like, home teams that are playing at home? Because like, I feel like this would be a pick em, like on a neutral site. Oh, I can tell you right now, sir. I think if this was a neutral, I think we'd be favored, wouldn't we? I bet. Yeah, he's, so... he's, got, he's got KU, Tech, and Allen, 68-66 KU. So same score, but just flipped. Wow. So a point, two points. It is just wild. I mean, how the lines will be like for conference play if home – court is going to have any impact i truly don't know i think it will but it'll be interesting if you like could figure it out before those boys in vegas you can make yourself some money ab once you bring that tip next week ab's tip of the week you've cracked (laughs) empty stadium Mm -hmm. home court line code but tech have fans uh they probably will a little bit texas okay i mean yeah i don't really put into uh factor like just playing on your home court but i mean i don't think it'll make too much of a difference that's just my opinion though i've got a really stupid reason why i like the hawks we (laughs) have a hard (laughs) we have a hard schedule afterwards and tech has an easy schedule afterwards so if tech beats us there's like a chance they could start out like five and oh in conference and we could start out like one and two i don't know if i see that so i'm gonna take the hawks uh, strictly on that purpose. I know it's stupid. It's dumb brain, but that's just, what, just. I love it. That's a great stupid reasoning because it's like one of those where can you really envision Texas Tech being five and zero in Big Twelve? No. no. And can you envision KU being like zero and three? If you if you truly think, and I honestly think I might too, think Tech is the worst team we'll play over the next three. I agree. And if there's no home court advantage, do you see KU starting out zero and three? So we got to win one of them. So and even one and two sounds weird. So what's like, Ken Palm, what's Ken Palm got us at uh, for Texas and Westfall? Minus two in both 72, 70 against Westfall and 70 to 68. Wow. So against uh, Texas. So, yeah, I mean, the home court thing is clearly playing a pretty decent impact because I just, mm-hmm. I don't see us being favored against Westfall right now. But like all of his stuff, it's it's nothing to do with human beings. It's all numbers and a computer. So it's all predictive. So I'm wondering if his like home court part, he just didn't yeah. change it or update it. He's waiting for more information That's to come in. Because there haven't been there haven't been a ton of true home games, I feel like, between two competitive teams. Like uh, if, the, if the home games have been played so far, it's Omaha, it's North Dakota State. It's which by the way, almost lost. Um it, but like the big games outside of Creighton, yeah, like Duke and who are Illinois, whoever they played, like those are all like neutral location tournaments. So he's probably just waiting for more info to come in to fully, yeah, dive into uh, how to handle that. B turn. You were at the Creighton game. Did you? Yes. You've been to games where Allen Field has sixteen thousand five hundred and or three hundred. Like, is there? How awful was having twenty five hundred fans? Like. Did you did it provide any benefit or energy to the players? You think? I don't think so at all. I think if anything, uh, Creighton's energy fed off their players. I mean, 
they had it felt like they had more fans than us. Like they treated every play like it was a championship. I'm not kidding. <laughs> it sounded it was, that way. I, I tweeted it. I tweeted it. It was literally like Iowa State at the Big Twelve tournament. Like every layup, every tipped ball that went their way out of bounds. I don't know. It was it was annoying, but good yeah. for them. I mean, they have a kid that's went to high school ten minutes away from Lawrence. So yeah. Yeah, it was shocking. But yeah, our fans. I mean, our fan, The only re- way our fans would get loud, it felt like, was uh, if their fans were getting super loud. Like we were just, we like would start chants and shit when they would. So I mean, it didn't feel like it at all had an advantage. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It was wild how many Creighton fans were there. AB, what were you gonna say? Well, I just I forgot to bring this up in the last pod, but. First of all, the broadcast was calling him Mitch Balock or Balock. Oh, yeah, it was horrible. That was pissing me off. Yeah. Second of all, he's maybe it's just because he went to every single KU game, like starting my freshman year. But it's it feels like he's been around for so damn long. Yeah, and he can probably and I know he'll be back at, next year. Seriously? He's a season ticket holder. But holy shit. I know he's a senior, but like he'll. Oh, yeah, yeah, the COVID. Yeah. And he, I just don't see him being a guy that goes pro but maybe he will i mean that's gonna be wild we see what's happening with college football right now ku's losing everybody like college basketball is gonna be crazy and i think we could be someone that benefits from it because there's gonna be guys that are like i get one Mm -hmm. extra year ku struggled with recruiting because of this stuff like i'm gonna go play for bill self because why not like i can could also hurt us though yeah oh absolutely if if the tournament man comes out and no one wants to finish their one year to like play meaningless regular season. Can you imagine Marcus Garrett transferring to like Kentucky? I hadn't even thought that far, but I was thinking more along the lines of like us not being able to get guys in the portal. But shit, yeah, you're right. We could lose studs. Oh, yeah. If we, I mean, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see if there is a tourney ban announced before the year, if like guys will stay loyal and, and play, or if they'll be like, why would I? I mean, you think about it. NCAA tournament is max three weeks and six games of your career, of your season. Like, but it's not a huge deal. It's I know it's a huge deal, but like, not. if you just look at your life and think, I love being at KU, I love living in Lawrence, I love the school, I, I think dudes will, more dudes will stay around than we think. But that, that, we can deal with that when it comes out. That'll be an all-time meltdown. Cross call. that bridge when we get there. That will be such a depressing pod. But I don't know. I uh, I'm scared that Big Twelve plays here, boys. I I know we've we've been impressive at times, but it just doesn't. It feels rushed. It doesn't feel we needed Tarleton State. We needed that warm-up game. I'm just kidding. Bad for them. <laughs> they were supposed to play everyone, and they played no one. I know. I know. But. We'll get you next year, Billy. Yep. All right. That's it. We will uh, We'll see you. Maybe we'll do an instant reaction on Thursday after we uh, win and love it. If we don't, we probably won't because we'll be depressed. But that's all we got, folks. We will hopefully see you Thursday. And uh, rock chuck.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.